Hello, this is Manny Ramos, your host of Rise Up, Real Issues and Stories of Every One of Us podcast. But first, let me talk about who we are. I'm Manny Ramos, a board member of PNAA and a past president of the Philippine Nurses Association of Central Florida. I'm a professor of nursing at Valencia College in Orlando and an adjunct faculty at William Patterson University. With me today is my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Mindy? Thank you, Manny. Hello, everyone. I'm Mindy Ofiana, Legislative Committee Chair for PNAA and a Corresponding Secretary for PNAA Foundation and past president for PNAA Southern California. And I currently, I'm an adjunct professor at the Charles Drew University, Department of Medicine and Sciences. Manny? Thank you, Mindy. Today, we have three panelists on this episode of Rise Up. Antonina Tubeo Mendoza, also known as Nancy, graduated with a doctor of medicine from the Far Eastern University in the Philippines. Nancy moved to the United States and worked as an RN. She worked as a charge nurse, then unit manager in a skilled nursing facility. She also worked as an admission liaison in hospice nursing and RN at the Partners Home Care. Currently, Nancy is a clinical coordinator. Nancy serves as the treasurer of PNAA New England. Our second panelist is Ms. Lisa Kunanan as the PNA membership chairman and assistant treasurer. She served on the executive board of PNA Northern North Texas in Dallas as treasurer 2012-2016, president-elect 2016-2018, and president on 2018-2020. She was the circle of presidents, regional representative for PNA's South Central Region in 2019-2020. Melissa received her BSN from the University of the Philippines, and in 2021, Melissa received the, president, the PNAA President's Trailblazer Award. Al Manila Spinas is a graduate of the University of Santo Tomas Legazpi in the Philippines. He studied yes. programming and networking specialist as, at Brick Computer Science Institute and Master of Science in Nursing at the University of Medicine and Dentistry of New Jersey. Mr. Spinas is currently employed as a quality nurse consultant at the Regional Clinical Quality Programs and Data Analytics Department of Kaiser Foundation Hospital and Health Plan. Al is instrumental in forming several PNAA chapters. He was the founding president of the PNA Ocean County subchapter in New Jersey when the chapter was formed in 1997. When he moved to Texas, he facilitated the formation of the PNA South Texas Rio Grande Valley chapter in 2004, where he served as the interim president. In 2010, he once again sowed the seeds of the PNAA, which led to the formation of the PNA Greater Sacramento chapter and served as their advisor. Just when he thought he was done with chapter formation, he organized the PNA Napa Solano chapter in 2018, where he still serves as their advisor. Mr. Spina's latest PNA involvement is not by forming a new one, but by reinvigorating a nearly dormant chapter, the PNA Greater Sacramento, which was eventually renamed California Capital City or PNA C3. Melissa, Nancy, Al, welcome to Rise Up. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so uh, my first question will go to Nancy. So when did you join PNAA? 
I I remember I became active. I don't want to mention when I joined. I became active like 2019. Um, I I remember I started my chemo, and they have this um education um something going on, and then I joined, and then I met a lot of nurses there. So that's how I started. Mm, I see. How so, you, uh, uh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Mindy, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 I don't have a follow-up question. Sorry. Uh, but what made you decide to become a PNAA member? Uh, you know what, when I, when I saw myself into this group, um, I felt the need of joining because I saw the generation, um, I hate to mention, you know, the baby boomers. And like, I'm in the gap. I'm in between. We don't have the millennials. So just like what I told to Ate at Melissa, um, I would like to be the bridge for our future uh, nurses. Because, you know, they are all busy. Uh, they love to travel. Uh, they don't have time um, for this kind of organization. So I just want to continue and encourage them to be in this part of organization. So let me have a follow-up question on what you said that uh, you focus on the millennials. Why did you focus on the millennials? Because they are the future. Oh, they are, um, yeah, uh, and I know like the baby boomers, they have this dedication. I know how they work. I know how they put their time here. If we don't have someone who will continue the effort, and PLAME will be, I don't know where it will go. So I'm so happy that, you know, I'm able to reach out. Uh, of course, it needs time and dedication. And I'm so glad that I think Melissa, whenever I text her, she's always like answering me. Like even if she's on duty, even after duty, it's like we're text buddy. <laughs> right, Ate Melissa? Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, that's that's nice vision. I, I, I totally agree with you. So, Al, that is a very impressive feat. Forming five PNAA chapters. Please tell us more about it. Well, all I can say is that there's this is a big challenge. So it's not easy to do that. But the thing is, I think, uh, I think I just kind of use my charisma and kind of uh, talking to people. And uh, with that, if you, if you find the support, if you get the support of the, if you find at least five people who will be uh, part of your core group, then it will be kind of an easy thing it has to do. But if you're kind of snobbish and uh, you, 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 you're like a person who doesn't care about who are those people around you, then forget it. You can't, you can't even talk to them about forming a, uh, an organization, uh, organization so much so that's a voluntary organization. But I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's, it comes with uh, personality. I'm not saying that I'm, I have the best personality, but I think I know, I know, I know how to work to get the weak spot of uh, some of our uh, nursing colleagues. So I think that's, that's what makes me out of the successful in forming those doctors. Wow. That's, and all that's of them are really... working, right? All of them are still very active. I, uh, yeah. And I was fortunate enough to uh, resurrect the uh, Greater Sacramento group. I and see. right now we have, I think, 46 members right now. We started with two. 
Oh, wow. Uh, six months. I know how you Melissa know. can tell you. Around 57 or something. The latest. Oh, yeah. Oh, 50, how many? I think you're at 50 plus. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I, I was. Okay. That's all right. Melissa would know she's the committee chair for membership. <laughs> I know. That's why uh, we use, uh, uh, we work eight hours and we talk to each other for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's not true. Uh, my employer will. Uh... <laughs> so, Melissa, your term as chair of membership committee ends in July. Now, um, how has the experience been serving as the chair of the PNAA membership committee for two years? Well, you know, as membership chairman, it's one of the labor-intensive um, committees that PNAA has. It, it's really a challenge for me, especially with time and um, data. You know, initially, I'm not a computer-savvy person. So that was my hesitation at first when uh, Dr. Dia talked to me about uh, taking the position. But, you know, I think it was purely on-the-job training, <laughs> and I was able to find ways on how to learn to be a little bit technology, you know, tech-savvy. I Googled and everything on how to do this, how to do that, and I learned. So that's one thing I learned from being a membership chair. And also the experience is really quite um, exciting for me because I got to meet and learn a lot from other chapters and I got to meet a lot of and have friends like Nancy, you know, we met one time in uh, Boston last year. Mm -hmm. We haven't met personally, but we're text buddies all the time. I've developed <laughs> a lot of great friendships among the presidents as well as the other chapter leaders. So it's been an exciting two years and but it's very, you know, uh, a lot of time invested in it. Hmm. So as a chair of the membership committee, can you tell us how the committee stands as of now? And what is the state of the committee now versus when you just started? I think um, we're, we have 12 members in our committee and pretty much we, we, you know, we're united in what we have uh, planned. And um, it was a challenge when we started because it was during COVID, you know, the membership, um, the membership was down and, you know, we have to, as a committee, we have to think of ways of how to get the members back and how to have the chapters be engaged. So. And right now, I can proudly say that, you know, we have about 1,200 members back to as low as, we went to as low as 3,300. And right now, I think we're over 4,600. Wow. 40. So in a span of a year, we were able to get 1,200 members back. So I'm really, really proud of what wow. the company has done, but also extra proud of what the chapters have done with all their effort, you know, we, our committee is just there to, to be their cheerleader and to 
keep them posted with their numbers, which is which is why we're here. You know, mm -hmm. that's how that's why the committee is here for them. Yeah, that's good. Now, I want to turn back to Nancy, uh, who's uh, relatively a new member of PNA New England and PNAA. Nancy, um, how how is it? Uh, what's your experience as a member of a PNAA chapter? How has that been for you? It's been a great journey. Now I am adopted in 5K registration. Um, I was able to join ILDP, grant writing, a lot of benefits after the that most of our nurses, they don't know about this. So, um, it was great. Yeah, I, I really love doing this. I know um, it needs a lot of time, but you can manage your time. If you don't, if you can't do it, then don't. And if you have time, join. So I just want to add also, uh, for this is, I, I know it's not your question, but I just want to share my technique for our old uh -huh. members. So they, they will say, um, I'm busy. I don't have time uh -huh. for that. Um, I want to, you know, do others. Right. What I'm saying is, um, Ate, Tita, your $65 <laughs> will help a lot to survive our membership. Yeah. So by giving the $65, you will help our PNANE to survive. And look, now we're like, we're back to 100. Wow. At Congratulations. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we claim, we claim that, that title. <laughs> and we want to exceed more. <laughs> that is wonderful to hear, Yes. Thank you Thank for sharing you. that. So, Al, other than being nice to individuals, <laughs> what really inspired you to form new chapters in PNAA? Well, you know what? I think it's because uh, we all know what PNAA can do for the uh, for the nurses in general. Not just the Filipino American nurses, but all the nurses, all the uh, all those uh, professionals in the nurse in the nursing career. So, anybody who would say that, what can what can we get or what what can I contribute by joining the PNA? So, I don't think it's even a question uh, that should be asked. I think we just joined and uh, we, we have our own way. Nurses are known for being resourceful. So when you are already in that kind of organization, eventually things will just say, oh, you know what, we just come and then, yeah, and all of a sudden it's like a spark. You know, we use the spark. <laughs> so anyway, so that, that's the kind of thing that, uh, that happens that all of a sudden you have that bright idea and you say, okay, let's do this. So it's not just something that you do in a conventional way. You have to be innovative, mm -hmm. especially now we're in the computer age. We have to introduce this uh, technology. Most of us are not really computer savvy. So if you use that, uh, usually um, the term technology we're going to introduce to you, you will learn all those things like that. Then that will give them the motivation to join the PNAA. And with that, and... Um, I don't know if you, some of us or some of them maybe may have accidentally joined the PNA and now they're thankful that they learn how to email, how to uh, join the Facebook group and things like that. So that's one thing 
that really, uh, you know, give them the inspiration to be part of the PNAA. Melissa, you've been doing this for almost two years now, actually coming very, very quickly, right? Um, can you share to our listeners, um, and, and this would be for chapters anyway, right? Um, in the interest of uh, membership uh, retention, uh, recruitment, uh, what are some of the recruitment initiatives that PNAA uh, did that were successful in, you know, gaining new members or something that the PNAA members have enjoyed? Yeah, there's several initiatives that were done during this term. Uh, but first, I'd like to just say that, you know, PNAA membership is so unique. The process is so unique just because we have the paper form. We have the online uh, application and we have online through the chapter. So it's such a unique um, process compared to other organizations. That's why it's also a challenge. But uh, there's a lot of initiatives that the PNAA membership committee, as well as PNAA in general, uh, made during this time of pandemic that I think uh, made the membership increase or made other, I mean, the the other members renew or come back is because like, like Nancy said, there's a lot of programs that's being offered, like the ILDP, the, ma the master, uh, right, master grant writing and a lot more um, opportunities. With PNAA membership, we did, um, currently we have the MyPNAAY where we feature chapter members from the novice one to the seasoned members. Where they make, where we make them um, write a short essay of why they 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 are part of PNAA and why they decided to stay as a PNAA member. Like right now, the the with the latest one that's coming up, we have one that's um, a forty three year member. So she's been with PNAA since nineteen seventy nine. So and then we, as a committee, every time there's an uh, an event or an occasion, at least we post something, you know, happy nurses week, or you make P you complete PNAA during the, we try to be visible as well. And also we gave out a lot of free memberships through the regional um, events that we've had. I think we've given a total of over 80 memberships just from that. On top of that, during the nurses week, we've given 10 each. So that's two years of, that's total of 20 memberships that we've given out and also during the Christmas. So we've, we've done a lot to, to make this members uh, feel like they're very much appreciated by the organization because they are truly the heart of the organization. And that's why we're still here after 43 years. <laughs> Nancy, um, I want to turn back to you and ask, um, how was the experience of PNA, PNA New England members during the pandemic, or, um, or you? What what were what was your experience during the PNA uh, during the pandemic as a member? Uh, as a member, uh, I remember I have to stay at home because of my right. them. 
I can okay. mingle with other right. people because when when COVID lockdown uh -huh. started, that's the last chemo that I oh. had. But um, like I think around mm -hmm. they have this event in uh, VF yeah. yeah hospital. So I had this, I had this, you know, mm -hmm. bandana and everything. I I still joined. Yeah. Um, I, for, for those, I mean, for you, I'm uh -huh. not aware. I was diagnosed breast cancer 2019. Wow. Uh, this hair is new. I was about, yeah. So I, I remember we did a lot of mm -hmm. too which really yeah. helped us. And um, a lot of members are still, you know, joining yeah. thing during that time. Yeah. So it, it was, it was, um, I mean, because I, uh -huh. I have to go yes. during that time, I, I became yeah. and I, I felt that you know, PNE and E is yes. family. I have church family. I have uh, the doctors, you know, association. Uh, but I yeah more with PNE and E. I, I and my husband and, my, yeah. and our son uh, really supported me in this decision, like giving my time and energy in supporting our organization. Wow. So PNA New England is like uh, an extension of your family. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now I want to ask Al, um, having formed several PNA chapters. Um, usually, newly formed chapters have that honeymoon stage wherein everybody's excited and happy and active. But then, you know, they they also have that, what they call that seven-year turn, right? Wherein suddenly it becomes very, very uh, challenging. Um, have has have the chapters that you've uh, formed uh, had those experiences and for those that um, went past the seven years um can can you reflect on that and and how did they survive and continue to thrive as a chapter of PNAA the uh, the thing that i thought about is that to uh, be able to identify uh -huh. the leaders Anyone that uh, becomes part of the family, you should uh, talk to them and then see if uh, this person would be a uh, a future leader of that uh, of that organization. That's why we call the succession planning. So with the leadership, so if we can if we can find someone or maybe two people to be uh, to be on your list as possible presidents of that, then uh, you will be fine. So. Eventually, when that second person that takes over the presidency, then you have another two. So I think that's the key for that. You always have to identify leaders who will be who will be continuing on with uh, with that uh, with that chapter's uh, leadership. So 
uh, I think that's what it is. And the other thing that I could say is about communication. I'm a person who hates when I post something that mm -hmm. no one acknowledges it. So that's why I can't think about, even if you give me a thumbs up, that means that you know right. that you read my email. So no matter what kind of medium communication you use, if the people, the, the, the members are not really acknowledging your message, it's not going to work. So that's the communication and, uh, and that's the key for a successful uh, chapter. So yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. thank you. Thank All right. You. So, um, Melissa, Nancy, and Al, you gave us great stories about the impact of PNAA um, had on, on your lives. Now, have you heard uh, other stories from members as well? Uh, what feedback uh, do you get from new members about PNAA? on how they have affected their lives. So let's start with Melissa. Okay. Well, I'll start with myself. Uh -huh. It affected my life. So, <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, like to piggyback on Kuya Al's um, mm. story right. earlier, you know, our chapter also had that faith uh -huh. when we could hardly meet the 30, mm -hmm. like we were begging people to, to, to join so we that we mm -hmm. get to that magic 30 number. And um, so when I became the president, that was really my goal yeah. was to get us out of that hole uh -huh. because I don't want to experience that because I was the treasurer and every time it's always falls on me on how to get these members. So, but anyway, so that was my, my thing. Uh -huh. And um, so we, I got my members during my turn mm -hmm. to eight from, 30 to 85. Right. And now we are in a comfortable place yeah. where we don't have to really worry about losing members. Uh, we have been retaining members, which is really great. Right. And a lot of our local members, you know, feel like, you know, the, I think it's more of the community involvement mm -hmm. that they're very happy. They're very satisfied. The feeling that they get after volunteering. Mm -hmm is I think one of the come ons that they really like joining PNAA yeah. and also a lot of the opportunities now that PNAA is tech savvy with all their zoom webinars, yeah. all the opportunities for free webinars. They love that because they can just, you know, sit down in the comfort of their home, right. they have to travel, which is a challenge for a lot of our members who are if, you know, some of the older members don't want to drive exactly. like an hour or two hours. So that that's one thing that they really love is being able to get mm -hmm. to join those webinars and also meet uh, new PNAA members online, at least virtually. Uh -huh. So, and, you know, gaining friends. Right. A lot of them. So, yeah, I think that's one of yeah. them. Thank you, Melissa. Now, Nancy, have you heard stories from other members of of what was the impact uh, of PNAA to their lives among your members? Yes, yeah. I can. Or, or, yeah. Um, so we have mm. this one member uh, who joined. Surely, uh, I want to uh -huh. mention here. And she attended also the event. And 
she said, oh, I think Nancy, this is mm. a great organization. And I'm glad I right. was able to find you guys. And yes, so she, right. she saw the benefit and what she can do also. Because we, we, no. we have two members, actually. Those who are looking, what uh -huh. the can do for them. And those those members who are uh -huh. what can they okay PNAA. So <clears throat> so um yeah yeah a lot of members a lot of new members now especially our new nurses who just uh -huh. in US we connected them right oh, good. with the PNAA and PNALE and uh, they will be attending the conventions uh, they will be joining us in New York. And it will be a great experience for them. So we started early with our... Uh, cool. Thank you, Nancy. Now, um, Kuya Al, you have the longest um, tenure here among all of us in PNAA. Um, could you give us one story that, you know, somehow um, resonates or something that you, you know, that you remember as far as an impact of PNAA to a member? To a PNAA member. All right. Um, if you don't mind, I'll okay, start yeah, with sure. my own yeah. experience. All right. So back in 1997, uh, well, I arrived in the U.S. in 84, but I said, uh, I don't want to join. Uh -huh. They've been recruiting me to join the PNAA, but I just say, hey, you know, I'm too busy. I have two jobs and I uh, mm -hmm. have growing family. And sure enough, uh, one time at the lobby of Community Medical Center in New Tom's River, I met uh, mm. Phoebe Andes. <laughs> so Phoebe at that time was teaching in one of the nursing schools and is following up students in uh, in our hospital. And she said, oh, are you a member of the uh, uh -huh. DNA? I said, no. <laughs> and I said, why, why not? She said, why not? And uh, she gave she gave me that application form and uh, yeah, I stayed there and uh, in my head uh, for quite some time. And all of a sudden, uh, and all of a sudden, uh, I talked to Susan and Marley and you know what, uh, maybe we'll consider forming a uh, a, a PNA uh, chapter here. And sure enough, that that's what happened. So we formed that chapter. So after uh, after uh, we formed that chapter, and here we go. I think this five of us will say, oh, you know what? You look at Leo and all those uh, PNA members. They're all in the uh, in the uh, uh, higher education. They're they're in the doctoral program thing like that. So maybe we should. So that's one thing. That's what positive impact on on our wow. uh, on our on, on my part and us and that's yeah. true and Marty and everybody else. So we all went to the nursing uh, uh, the um, master's program. And then, <laughs> so here am I, I, I was able to finish. And, and I think without Phoebe Anders, I wouldn't be, oh. I wouldn't be having the NSF tiles or the thing like that. So anyway, education is one of the most uh, important uh, uh, mm -hmm. contribution of PNAA to most of our members. So, and, and the other thing is, uh, at that time when we mm -hmm. formed that uh, sub-chapter, we started to win mm -hmm. that management uh, role. So Susan was promoted as director, strategy, and I became the nursing yeah. supervisor and stuff like that. So those those are things that that, that happened as far as I'm concerned. So now going to the, mm -hmm. uh, fast forward with the PNA uh, PNA uh, Sacramento right. uh, California capital city, 
if I if I'm getting it right, uh, right after mm-hmm. our uh, inception, our induction, we have about three of them who were promoted wow. managers, assistant managers, and things like that. So they're all kind of in that kind of direction where you know what we're Filipino nurses, but we can do it. We just we're not just uh, going to be satisfied with the bedside nurses. Kind of, it's very important to be bedside nurses, but then we also need some of our nurses, our our uh, colleagues, to be in the management position because I think we have we have the right education. And uh, the other thing is, if we go to school here, we have this kind of a, a, a preparation for our. Uh, you know, our educational mm-hmm. program are, I'm not saying much superior than what we have in the, in, back in the Philippines, but I think in some way we have all the uh, resources we have, uh, we have our, uh, mm-hmm. our colleagues who are mentoring us. So that, that helps a lot. So those are the two things. One mm-hmm. is uh, going back to school. And the second is uh, going, uh, taking a management position. So those are two impactful uh, things that is uh, given to us by, uh, that we have. Now, this next question is for all of you. Um, recruitment and retention of members in our chapters in, in PNAA is a very challenging endeavor. Um, but one begs to, to ask, why is it important that we need to, um, to continue to recruit and make efforts to retain them. Uh, how is this related to the overall health of PNAA as an organization? And I'm, I'm going to first ask Melissa to share that. Uh, why is it important that we continue to recruit and retain members for PNAA? How is this related to the overall health of PNAA as an organization? Why does it matter? Members matter uh-huh. for sure because they are the anchor, the heart, everything, the life uh-huh. of PNAA. That's why we always have to think of innovative ways of how to recruit, mm-hmm. how to retain them. And I know one of the ways that we've been doing is doing this online application. Mm-hmm. So it's faster yeah. and seamless. So that. And also, you know, with that, you get reminded about renewing. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for us now to remind members to renew. Mm-hmm. Unlike before, when it's all papered and it has to be one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You have to keep, you know, locally, you have to call members or remind them, hey, it's due. Mm-hmm. And um, it's important that we retain them because they will be our future, mm-hmm. you know, May our, our age group will probably, you know, we will have our retirement. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to have the succession plan okay. because they are our future. Okay. They are the leaders that will help keep uphold, you know, our mission and vision of, and also being the premier professional nursing organization for the Filipino American nurse. Thank you, Melissa. Nancy. As hard as it is to recruit and retain members in our PNA chapters and in PNAA, why is it important to continue to do that? Uh, what, what does it matter for the overall health of PNAA as an organization? 
um, we cannot promote. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, we can promote what we have. Yeah. But if you don't have members, that tool will join mm -hmm. us. That tool would see the benefits of mm -hmm. joining PNAA. I think it, yeah. it's going to be useless, right? So it is very important that, you know, we should continuing transferring, mm -hmm. like what Ate Melissa said, Hello, Yukuya, uh, so the, yeah. we should start like building the uh -huh. generation. Be next. Yeah, who will be next that would yeah. do what I'm doing right now? So, okay, all right. So, let me start uh, by saying something like, um, you know, um, we we've We've been uh, as an we've been an organization right, yes, since nineteen seventy nine. Is that right, Mindy? If correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So uh, you know, just just think about the hard work that our uh, founding leaders have done to make this an organization. So if we don't take care of the future, we don't continue to uh, mm -hmm. to uh, recruit and or uh, retain our members. Mm -hmm. If you don't. We stop working on uh, making this organization grow, mm -hmm. then that would be a disservice to them. It's as if uh, we didn't recognize their hard work. So just, just with that kind of uh, that's that's with that kind of uh, uh, notion is that that, that uh, we have to we have to it's like a paying tribute to them. So in in such kind of uh, um, and, and with that, I think it is a must that we work. All of us, we should work in promoting or, or uh, engaging other uh, nurses, fill-up uh, nurses, to, to be able to uh, get that uh, level of uh, engagement and the determination to, to be part of this organization. This is a professional organization. This is not a social group. Social group, mm -hmm. social group they come and go, but this is not it. As far as there are nurses mm -hmm. uh, in the world, this organization should exist. So let's continue to recruit. Let's continue to retain our members by being, you know, creative okay. in how we do our recruitment. And okay, can we one, I have one. Thank you. I, ha I have one. Oh, go ahead, Melissa. I'm sorry. So to add on to uh -huh. that, that's why the membership committee has um, given a proposal to the bylaws about student membership okay. because we believe that the students. Mm -hmm will be our future leaders. So if we start them early, mm -hmm. then they get to see what we do and we can also mentor them yeah. to become leaders. So we're hoping, you know, with the upcoming General Assembly that this membership student membership category will be approved because this will be a, a huge win mm -hmm. for membership. Okay, I have one last question. Oh, <laughs> One last question for each of you. One last question for each of you. If um if an if a aspiring member or if you're trying to recruit someone to join PNAA and they would ask you to describe PNAA in one word, one word only, what word would that be? And I'm gonna start with Nancy. 
How would you describe PNAA in one word? That is a tough question. <laughs> one word. <laughs> one word. What is PNAA in one word for you? I know there's a lot of meaning of PNAA, you know, leadership. Okay. Leadership. How about, how about you, Kuya? Leadership. One word. Dynamic. Dynamic. Family. Family. All right. Leadership, dynamic, and family. And that is all that we have for this episode. I want to thank our guests, Mr. Al Spinas, Nancy Mendoza, and Melissa Conanan. My co-host, Mindy Ofiana, our director and producer, Rodney Cahudo. Carol Robles, our PNAA Chair for Communications and Marketing, our advisor, PNAA Foundation President Nancy Hoff, our executive producers, PNAA President Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia, and PNAA Executive Director Carmina Bautista. Join us here every week. Until then, keep on rising. See you next week. This publication was made possible by Cooperative Agreement CDC RFA IP 21-2106 from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Its contents are solely the responsibility of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of CDC HHS.